in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Twin Cities News Talk listeners, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour, and my name is Charles Thayer, and we're ready to talk all things home improvement related. We are live today. It's February 24th, and we got a packed studio here at iHeartMedia Studios right here in St. Louis Park. This is where we talk our passion for home improvement. Let's go. Let me just turn my ringer off because, yeah, it's time to do our radio show, the All-Around Home Improvement Hour. My name is Charles Thayer, Home Improvement Slayer, and I'm here with the one, the very Polish, the super Polak. Yes. Nick Zeman, the Polish power house. What's happening? Home Improvement Slayer. Yeah. Uh, well, not a lot. Um, we're getting ready for some snow. Snowmageddon. Yeah. It seems like uh, kind of the end of the season, and we're getting, you know, we had all the cold temperatures early on, Yeah. which kept it very dry, not a lot of precipitation. And now it's it's time for the snow. It's time seems for- like it. They said maybe some snow next week, I heard, too. So. Oh, yeah. It's every, every three, four days we're going to deal with That's fine. Zero to like 70 inches, I think, this afternoon, somewhere Something in that neighborhood. Like that. Yeah. So Pretty it easy. depends on where you're at. Easy to be a meteorologist. You know, you just... Throw some numbers out there, guess, give ranges. Just look at the averages from the year before. Yeah, I wish we could do that in home improvements. Well, you guys know the snowiest month of the year is March, right? It is. That's the number one. So we're going into the snowiest uh, snowiest part of the year. And thank you for that. Michael Hilborn with Roof to Deck. Also, Robin Johnson with High Road Heating and Cooling. Welcome, both of you, to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming back on. It's been a while since since we've had uh, both of you on. So today is February 24th. We welcome all callers. The number to call in is 1-800-854-1978. 800-854-1978. Maybe you have a home improvement project coming up. Maybe your furnace is on the fritz. You don't know why your house isn't getting as warm as it once did. Probably change your filter. Just saying. But... We have uh, uh, the super hot Robin Johnson with High Road <laughs> Heating and Cooling here to talk about all things furnace-related. And then also very excited to have our good friend uh, Mike Hilborn with Roof to Deck. And, and Roof to Deck, such an awesome company. So many different things that they do. So we're going to get into that in the later later segments. But let's talk about right now, Polish Powerhouse. What's happening? What does this snow mean for people I, I, and i think because it's uh, a lot of it is coming here in march we have to take into consideration the possibility of ice dams um it march is is typically your freeze thaw month okay you get a lot of day, warm days in the 30s you get a lot of cold nights in the teens or right. maybe even single digits and you're absolutely asking for I mean, that's a recipe for snow to freeze on the eve, eve of your house mike and i were just talking about this before we went on the air and kind of saying the same thing where it really hasn't been though the last couple of years you haven't had that recipe for disaster where you can get the ice dams. Have you, right, you guys haven't seen much of it either. No, no, we haven't. So I don't know. I we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But I think obviously getting, if we do get 10, 12 inches of snow, and then you do get some weather like that, 
certainly could wreak havoc on on some of those houses. Yeah, well, I'm already I'm already seeing it. We were at a project uh, the other day over in Minnetonka, and uh, full reside. You know, and by the way, we're still siding homes. We're still replacing windows. We aren't roofing, um, understandably so. But a lot of people think our business just shuts down uh, in the wintertime, and that's absolutely not true. But one of the challenges that we saw with this particular project is the snow had melted into the gutters, and then the the ice had frozen in the gutters. Well, guess what? Started backing up. Yeah, and this particular customer is getting all new soffit and fascia, and and um, they're keeping the existing gutters. So. In order for us to replace that soffit and fascia, we have to, and it's a best practice, I guess you don't have to remove the gutters, but um, if it were my home, I would remove the gutters. Right. I'd, I'd want that metal to go all the way up under the drip edge or the gutter apron or whatever it is there. Um, and so it's a challenge if, if a homeowner is going to be keeping their gutters and it's completely filled with ice. It's almost impossible for us to remove that gutter and do the work that we have to do when it's filled with ice. We've ran into two of those now. Yep, that one I think is in, what, Minnetonka, yep. and then we have one in Coon Rapids where we were able to complete the siding. But, yeah, you, you can't, you can't, we can't take the gutters off. It's one thing if they're putting new gutters on, we can drop them. The ice doesn't matter. They get damaged. But, yeah, if you're trying to take them off and put them back on, it's not going to happen. So definitely so, something to... Keep in mind. So, Robin, let me ask you. We'll start with you. Have Have you ever run into furnace or venting related issues uh, when it comes to ice, snow buildup, snow on top of roofs, things like that? Not necessarily, but more so from um, the new high efficient furnaces condensed, so they put moisture outside, mm-hmm. and sometimes if it's not, if the wind's blowing the right way, that moisture will seal the outside of that right. pipe. So then we have to come in and melt it off because it'll choke the furnace and the furnace will stop running. Sure. I mean, we've <laughs> even seen it where there's like ice walls coming down yes. that yep. side of the house. Mm-hmm. If you're an ice climber, then that's perfect. I mean, you, <laughs> if you want to practice your skill sure. of climbing the side of your house, then mm-hmm. that that's a good thing, but not necessarily a great thing. And Mike, let me ask you, um, we, we usually recommend uh, people go up with hammers and chisels on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know just, caveman yeah big big pry bars and just just go at it right you know that's okay no of course not but that's funny I've actually seen that when we were in Boston in 2015 they had more snow than I've ever seen and I have video of a guy standing on a roof on the edge with a sledgehammer oh and I mean full on like chopping down a tree swings it was unbelievable yeah did he know that you were videotaping him I. Probably not, but um, there was. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff that that happens out there. I actually had one customer in Minnesota where she actually went up on her roof with a chainsaw mm-hmm. to get the ice off. No kidding. Can you imagine? What? Oh my god. Yeah, a chainsaw. I don't know how you'd be able to control that. Yeah. Well, she was pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, if you're good with a chainsaw and you know what you're doing, right? No, just, no. just slice right into it. Somebody's gonna like do a very small clip of that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We're gonna get blamed for something here. Pretty that sounds right, scary. Right. I see I see roof <laughs> up high. The roof is probably pitched and yeah, you're using a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah well one thing I can't nice. But one thing I can say about that particular storm over there on the East Coast is if they did happen to slide and fall off the roof, chances are it wasn't a bad fall. Well, there's a lot of snow below them. You know, yeah, (laughs) true. You're actually right about it. And the houses are close together, right? And some of those areas are really close. Some are. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you need to borrow a cup of sugar from your neighbors, you just open your window and say, hey, how are you doing today? Yep. Actually, it's more like, hey, how you doing today? A Polish powerhouse. Let me get some sugar. eh?" I I don't have a Boston accent. I know. You're the Polish powerhouse. Any, anyhow, <laughs> listen, uh, um, he, here's what I want to bring up when, when it comes to the ice dams, okay? 
It's very simple. There's a simple solution, but if, if you have a very high roof, a two-story roof, maybe not so simple. So one of the few services that, that uh, all around and roof-to-deck overlap in is ice dam removals. And, and we don't absolutely mind. It's, this is a friendly competition here, not, not necessarily we're competing against each other. When ice dams happen, they happen usually to a lot of people, so many people that there isn't enough steamers and enough crews out there right. to get to everybody. Time is of the essence. Yeah, right, I mean, exactly. th- these machines are very, very expensive, and you have to have a few different people to operate them, to do to do the work, and there just isn't enough machines and uh, crew members out there working to take care of this. So we will gladly tell you who else out there can help you, but, but we do have a steamer. Roof to Deck has uh, several of them, and, and that's a service that... 35. 35 of them, right. Yeah, when I, when I meant several... I didn't know quite that. That's many. a lot. That's I was a lot. thinking maybe that's three, a lot of steam. I was thinking three to five. Right, right, right. <laughs> Thirty-five. So, um, it, and and I don't know how how you guys usually price them out. Usually, our first hour is significantly more, but after that, it's it's very reasonable. So, to get the guys out there, you're usually looking at around three hundred, four hundred dollars to start. Is that right, Polish Power? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay, yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Every obviously, every situation is different, but then after that, it drops significantly. Our goal is to remove the ice without damaging your roof, and we do that using steam, using very hot steam. We do need access to power. We do need access to water. So those two things are necessary. Uh, but once we have that, we can get up and safely remove the ice dam. Um, and when the ice dams are so massive that it would literally take 15 hours and, and empty out your, your bank account, we can do something different, which is create channels in the ice that allows the ice to uh, to right. shed, shed water. Talk a little bit about uh, I mean, that's a, a rare circumstance if you do get someone that has one that's that bad and it's that costly to get rid of the whole thing, uh, depending on what the forecast and things entail to melting the rest of it, channel is an option. You can go in and actually, instead of removing all of the ice, cut channels every three, four feet so that the water that is building up behind it has a way to get out. Mike, is that what you guys do? Is that you know, I, I it depends on on the weather and what the weather is going to do and what's going to start to happen. Sometimes when you create channels, if the weather isn't going to cooperate, mm-hmm. it's fine if it's going to be above freezing. Sure. Right. Once it gets below freezing, it's going to stay there. That channel fills like really fast, yep. and it's right back to where it was. Yep. Right. So yeah, it depends on the situation. Right. So it's something that you'd obviously want to consult with the company you're working with about, kind of analyze the situation, and figure out what's going to be best for you, folks. We're up against a break. We'll be right back right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Rush Limbaugh. This is best. Best. Uh, it's your favorite track. movie. Best soundtrack ever. Look at him, he's so excited. He's at a loss for words. He's just all flustered. I love this. I'm actually learning how to play this on the guitar right now because that's how into it I am. Right? Yeah. We're on a little bit of a Top Gun kick over at the uh, all-around office in Golden Valley. We uh, recently acquired some fleet vehicles for our sales guys, and we wrapped them in a a very patriotic uh, wrap. It's a camo wrap, and it has, of course, our logos on it and everything. Um, But we also named each one of them based, based on characters from... Maverick, top, top Viper. Are you kidding? Ice Goose. Man. Oh my gosh. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. Very cool. I love it. That's fun. So, Serious question, though. Yeah. If Tom Cruise showed up today on a motorcycle, would you go for a ride with him? 
I would. You know, for Tom Cruise... Uh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> for Tom Cruise, I'd probably turn bisexual. Being hot, honestly. There you go. Right. And it, it's, so uh, he really does like that movie. Yeah, I really do. I, when I was a kid, totally wanted to be. Why do they sweat so much in that movie? Oh, it's, well, it's good. It's excessive. <laughs> well, it's intense. I think it adds to the drama of, of course. Uh, the whole thing. Mike's looking at me like, what the heck are you talking about? Watch <laughs> no, the movie. I kind of remember that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like every single scene, they're just dripping sweat. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, one They're scene, working hard. They turned the heaters on when they were filming that? <laughs> they didn't have uh, the same type of uh, makeup. Apparently pack. not. I, I don't yeah. know what they did. But I want to remind the listeners, if you happen to see one of these all-around camoed it's it's a blue type of uh, pigmented camo. I don't know how to how to say. Maybe pixelated, pixelated, uh, like like Desert Storm, but only blue. If you see one of them driving around, and and you happen to see one of the sales guys, go talk to him. Let him know what the all around slogan is. You can sing it. You can say it. Whatever it is, we're gonna take your name. We're gonna announce your name on the radio, and we're gonna donate five dollars to Military Families Foundation. So five bucks. This is a thing that we intend on doing um, as long as we're in business. So over the years, it's really gonna add up. We may even add some of our own funds to to that. Obviously, it's our funds to begin with, but we may actually add some of our own funds to that foundation because we believe in military families and the sacrifices that they make so much. So look out for the all-around fleet vehicles. There's only three of them right now. Soon to be five. Uh, next year, probably ten. So thanks so much to all the News Talk listeners yes. out there. Watch out for our fleet. Uh, turning the tables now. Here we go. Robin Johnson with High Road Heating and Cooling. Glad to have you in the studio. We're just talking about off-air, some of the problems that may be caused. And really, there's not a lot of them when it, when it comes to the snow. But definitely at least one that you mentioned that people should be aware of, and that's the venting. Right. On the outside of the house, on your high-efficient furnaces, we've got that PVC venting that sticks out. So we're going to get a lot of snow. You might have a corner of your house where the venting is, and it might swirl around or drift. So it'll choke your furnace out, which means your furnace will automatically shut off. So you'll call us because you have a no-heat situation, and we'll ask you, have you first changed your furnace filter? That's always our first question. And um, when we get excessive snow, it's always take a look at your venting on the outside of the house. If it's covering that vent, then we need to shovel it. You so the, can or we can. There's two pipes. The one that faces down, is that the intake that sucks the new air in? Yes. And, and then, then the one that's up, right, is the exhaust. one that shoots out. The, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure I had yeah. that right. Yeah. That's fine. So it makes sense how that could get underneath there, right? Yes. I was thinking... Because that one is the one that would probably, it's not going to melt the snow, obviously. Correct. Right. And so, well, for people with older homes, chances are you usually have a a vented furnace uh, that goes out of the roof uh, with a, you know, Mm -hmm. steel or galvanized pipe that goes out of your roof. But for newer homes, and I'm just curious what age, when did they start really making the high efficiency furnaces a stand? Not not exact, but just roughly. It was in the 90s when they started. Mm -hmm. Okay. So some of them have been replaced now. Mm -hmm. They were single pipe back then. Um, now they're usually double piped, and we can go a number of ways with it out the side of the house. We can go out the roof. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Let me ask you this. Um, the, with this winter being extremely cold, you know, now we're dealing with the snow, but before this we're dealing with all the cold. So a lot, a lot of homes have been excessively dry, but then on the flip side, a lot of homes have been excessively right. moist. And in our climate, it's tough. There's a fine balance that we need to find. But you, you were mentioning that this dry, dry air inside of people's homes doesn't do anything to help with 
uh, some of the respiratory issues or the sickness and illnesses that they're getting, the flus, the colds. The, talk a little bit about that. Oh, sure. Um, first of all, our furnace is a big heater, so it's drying out the air. So every time the furnace comes on, it's sucking all the moisture from your showers or cooking right out of the air. So we have to replace the moisture in the winter here in Minnesota. And you can do that with the tabletop humidifiers. We don't recommend those. you got to fill them. There's no controls on them to um, minimize mold. Right. Where with the whole house humidifiers that we stick right on your furnace they have controls that balance the outdoor temperature with the indoor temperature to give you the right amount of humidity so you don't get moisture on your windows you have no mold in the home so that's the best way to go and it's easy because you just set it in the fall and you forget it you don't have to play with it anymore i can vouch for that they put one in our house it was actually the end it was around this time last year actually Mm -hmm. uh, that they put it in and then we also did one with the uv light and you can probably talk a little bit about that but it has been quality of life being locked down inside this winter because of the cold's been a lot more comfortable because of it and i know ours i think you put an exterior uh, device that actually controls the humidity level automatically correct we put a temperature sensor outside an outdoor temperature sensor so then it'll tell the humidifier okay it's 19 below but you want 72 74 in your house we can't pump out 40 percent humidity we can maybe only pump out 20 Right at that time, because as it gets colder, it gives you less humidity to minimize the ice on the windows and excessive moisture in the house. They're more affordable, I think, than what some people might think too. They're not. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not buying a whole new big, you know, furnace system and all this. No, we can mount it on anything. It's an add-on. It's easy to do. It only takes us a couple hours to do. It's. I love it. This is my favorite product. I can vouch for the benefit of humid air, or you know, a little bit of vapor. so when I had uh, the flu this year, normally at the end, I, you know, you start feeling that cough coming on. And sometimes you might get over the flu but still have the cough mm-hmm. for sure. a couple, two, three weeks afterwards. Kind of lingers. To me, that's the most annoying thing. You have that tickle in your throat. And it's, well, my wife set up one of these just, I mean, nowadays they got them in there. I mean, heck, you can plug them into your cell phone darn near. But just something you pour some water in, it shoots overnight, shoots uh, steam into your face and... And that took, I mean, it took away the cough right away. So I've been having this thing blowing steam or or vapor in my face all night long for the last couple of weeks. And I don't have a cough, uh, which has been great. But I will say that we've been in so many homes where people have taken this humidity thing to the next level. They They have aquariums. They have, they have, they take long showers, which if you have a teenager, that's going to happen. Um, and they don't turn the fan on. Don't turn the fan on. They don't leave the right. fan on after the shower. They, whatever it is, they they might. They have excessively humid homes, and what you're saying, Robin, is these things are set, forget, and and they will take care of it when it does drop to ten below zero. Correct. Um, they're they're going to moderate the the air level. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to forty, it's going to give you the right humidity as well. So they don't work after about 50, 55 degrees. They shut themselves off. But anything lower than that, they'll give you the right amount of humidity. So you're comfortable and you're not coughing. Um, a lot of kids, parents, we hear parents say, my son suffers from bloody noses. That's lack of humidity. Put a humidifier in, the bloody noses go away. There's next to no maintenance, too. I think there's like a filter once a year. Yes. in you the replace I, on that? Correct. I always take mine out in the spring, so I know I removed it. Okay. And then in the fall, I put it in. We call it a water panel or a filter. Water panel. That's yeah. what it was called. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the name of it. Because yep. I know when my light started blinking, I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know what a water panel is. Well, you called us, right? Did, we took yeah. care of it. Yeah. You guys had to come out anyway, so they ended right. up, uh, Mario, I think, replaced it. But yes. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. 
Yep. Easy peasy. Uh, moderate, you know, take care of the, the humidity levels in your home. Mike, are you seeing anything with this stuff on your, your end of town? Uh, you mean ice and Frost, stuff? humidity, problems. You know, we don't. The only thing that people will call us for is removing ice dams. And I think we've done five this year. Okay. So, so not that many. No, not, not many at all. And we haven't seen anything across the country either. It Boston got hit, but then they got to like 50, 60 degrees within like four days. And rain will just take ice out too. It's yeah, like, fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving channel, Robin. Let me ask you this: Last year, uh, you know, one of the biggest storms we've had in ten to fifteen years here in the metro, the North Metro got just pummeled by that hail, and a lot of air conditioners got hit on the outside. Correct. Um, and so those, uh, what do you call it? little condensing fins, fins, right? condensing mm-hmm. okay. condensing unit? Yep. Ah, uh, anyhow. A lot of people were hit by those, and and some of them, you know, not that bad, so they could just have them worked on, repaired. Sure, we can comb them out. Comb them Mm -hmm, out. mm -hmm. But when does it get to the point to where, I mean, it's not, you just don't want to comb it out anymore? Well, um, first of all, it depends on the age. Sometimes if they're over 18 years, those fins might be too brittle for us to comb. So we have to take the age into consideration because we'll do more damage by combing it than just with the hail. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we've seen some where the whole side is just pelted. There's just no possible way we could do anything. What are the fins, aluminum? Uh, It depends on the manufacturer. They're They're all all different. different. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was wondering what the well, they're definitely soft. Metal. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, right. You know, push mm-hmm. too hard. If you feel them, you push too hard. You can, you know, you can bend them yourself. Yeah, right. It's really amazing. Um, and so, but a lot of the new air conditioners have been made to not have those exposed as much. Is that correct? Correct. They have more guards on them now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, to so. protect from that. So, but the older ones, we saw a lot of really old ones this past year. So, with the hail damage, what are the manufacturers doing protecting them? I mean, if they knew better, they would be exposed. <laughs> Right. Well, it's all about efficiency. Maybe not so much protecting it. I know, I know. I'm just joking around. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're up against that halfway point. Folks, you're going to get your Fox News update on the break, and we'll be right back right after this. Justice in. Welcome back. Twin Cities News Talk. Listeners. We have Bree on the ones and twos today, sitting in for Staniel McDaniel. Uh, I appreciate you, Bree. Appreciate you guys. All right. Um, thanks for all the awesome bumpers. And you know what? We're going to go to our good friend, Ryan O'Neill. He is a licensed real estate agent with Remax Advantage Plus. He has to be to do what he does. He's also the leader of the Minnesota real estate team. They are, and this is not a play on words. These are facts. Go ahead and fact check me. The best-selling real estate team, not in the municipality, not in the township, not in our county, not in our country, I forgot state, not in our state, in the world. Sell more real estate than anyone else in the world, him and his team, period. No play on words. Ryan, what you got for us? Charles. Thank you very much, Ryan. We appreciate it. You know what? It is. It's a pleasure uh, calling in as always to chat with you guys. Great show, fun show, and um, you know it's an interesting market here in the Twin Cities. Uh, a lot, uh, a lot's going on. There are uh, there's obviously a shortage of homes for sale right now, which is um, just creating a little unbalance. A lot of people looking to buy in the you know say 300 and under range. Not many homes for sale, and so 
multiple offers. Um, you know, the more expensive properties are, um, especially in certain suburbs, in certain areas, are sitting a little bit longer. Um, so more than ever, I guess my only message today is more than ever, um, plug in with a really good real estate agent. Um, you know, having friends at all the companies here in town, a lot of great companies, a lot of great firms. More than anything, work with a top agent to guide you through the transaction, both buying side, very important, but also even more important now in this kind of market um, with, with limited inventory is working with a good listing agent to guide you through the transaction. He or she provides a lot of value um, and can help you uh, immensely through the process. And so, um, you know, it's like a lot of things in life. You know, you, you need a trusted professional to, to help you through the process. And um, that's kind of my public service announcement for uh, real estate agents. But, but um, not, uh, not just because I am one, but more importantly, I, I see the value more than ever you know, from, from doing this since 2003. So certainly would love to work with any of the listeners, but uh, just appreciate the opportunity. And uh, Charles, um, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the time as always. You were going to try to think of something to throw at me there. I could see how you know the, the wheels were turning. Yeah. You're, yes, well, I... well, you, 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 you kind of caught me off guard with the, the number one team. So we are the number one REMAX team. We should add that number one REMAX team in the world. Um, but it's a lot of great folks, a lot of good people uh, I've had the for- a good fortune of working with over the years. So it's a team effort all the way around. Just a lot of really good people working hard. We focus on consumers. That's our focus. We want to help people uh, buy and sell houses. Um, and that's, that's where our focus is, is on, uh, is on customers. Well, thank you, Ryan. We always appreciate the call-in, and you, my friend, enjoy the rest of the weekend, okay? Have a great weekend. All right, thanks thanks so much, Ryan O'Neill. Folks, we are hanging out in studio, of course. My counterpart, the Polish powerhouse, Nick Seaman. We have the super hot Robin Johnson with high road heating and cooling. Robin, you, you know, you drove around in a wrapped vehicle, but then you sold it. When you rewrap your next one, are you going to put the super hot Robin Johnson on there? <laughs> no, I think we'll just leave it for this event. <laughs> See, it's going to be more subtle. You, you, I mean, in, in all around fashion, you got to sometimes just take it and go it's a theme you keep, yep. keep it rolling okay? we might I, just let it sit around for a little while see how well it goes let it simmer see what the reviews are uh and and before the break we're also talking to mike hillborn a friend over at roof to deck uh so mike spring's coming up and roof to deck really ramps up in the spring uh with a focus on outdoor living now right. just just like all around does um let's talk a little bit about those services so yeah april I mean, we've been able to start as early as the middle of March with uh, wood restoration, you know, deck cleaning, staining, things like that. Maybe Fences, not this year. You know, you never know. I mean, yeah, right now it's, sure. it's looking like a lot of snow, but we get like, well, I think it's the, supposed the, to get really warm this next week. The groundhog saw, right. saw yeah, his 38. shadow. Oh, is it really? Okay. What's its name? Ponce de Leon? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ponce <laughs> Phil. Ponce yeah. and tonic Phil. Gin, well, sure, gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Keep going. Don't so, mind me. So now, is it, yeah. So um, I mean, we, we we're not really measuring and photographing and and testing decks right now because again, all the snow. Uh, but people are calling in now and scheduling work to be done in the spring. And you know, like you're talking about, is uh, get on the schedule early, mm-hmm. earlier than later, because it's all kind of um, 
um, come as you go or kind of first come, first serve, that sort of thing. And um, Nick, you were talking about um, graduations are coming up, stuff right. like that. People want things done by graduation. And we can accommodate that. I mean, really kind of no problem on our end. The problem really becomes the weather. Yeah. So our um, service, we have to stain wood. And wood has to be dry when it's stained. And that's where we can run into problems. In sure. April, May, you got the whole May showers bring whatever. Or April showers bring May flowers. You just want to, you know, have as much time as possible. That's tough, and you, obviously, there's nothing you can do with the Mother Nature thing. But yeah, the the graduations are something that we get a lot too. Sure, right? we want this new deck by then. We want to showcase it. We're going to do it, which is great. You want to accommodate as many of those people as you can because yeah. hopefully, then your name gets brought up when they have that party. Wow, who stained your deck? It looks great. Um, but yeah, you you're unfortunately we're at the mercy of Mother Nature. So yep. a lot of people ask the question, why in the hell would you ever live up there in Minnesota? Right. I can I can answer it by saying, well, we Minnesotans don't tell them the secret. We really love our outdoor living when oh, yeah. when the weather's nice. We appreciate it that much more. You take it for granted down in Arizona or Florida or wherever wherever you're from. You take it for granted. We love our sixty and seventy degree yeah. and eighty degree days. Bring it on. Well, even yesterday, you know, my neighborhood was flooded with kids. Any hill there was, yeah. someone was sledding, trying to snowboard. There was, you know, so even even this time of year, people, believe it or not, there's a lot to do here and to get outside. No, this is the only place I want to live. I was just in Florida like a week ago, and so are you. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, I don't know why. I, I, I just don't get Florida. The smell. It's I'm just, just kidding. It's flat. <laughs> I was in Florida a couple weeks ago with my family. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's a great place to visit, but I could never live there. Yeah. No way. So with with spring coming up, we, we're seeing a lot of uh, deck inquiries, either either refinishing existing decks, adding under decking on. Which, by the way, we're absolutely crazy about that product. Uh, under decking, it's a, it's a basically it's a rain channel. Get rain away from your house. Keep the underside of your deck nice and dry. Creates extra living space, um, and also it gives a nice finished ceiling look, which you can have lights, ceiling fans, whatever. So a lot of people that have really really nice decks that want to add that extra space underneath we're getting a lot of inquiries for that i gotta imagine robin that um that you also get uh, inquiries for running gas lines um, out outdoor fireplaces and things like that talk Correct. a little bit about that sure if you have a gas grill and you're sick and tired of running on a propane we can turn it into a natural gas and run a gas line from your main gas line to the house or the furnace area mm-hmm. what have you or propane um heaters patio heaters or if you have outdoor fireplaces we can run um gas lines to that or if you're doing an outdoor kitchen how hard is that to do i mean just punch a hole in the wall is that kind of pretty much yeah is there sheetrock issues and stuff like that never really Mm -hmm. okay Mm -mm. we can run through concrete we can run it under decks we can coordinate with what you guys are doing so that it's not seen it's easy but i've always thought it seems really hard too yeah yeah, i mean okay so i've got a, a a little tiny deck just bought a gas grill, propane, mm-hmm. but right through the wall and a couple feet is a fireplace, a gas mm-hmm. fireplace. Correct. So you could just punch in there and... If we can have access, certain fireplaces we can, certain okay. we can't. So like yeah, a, we can tap in. lower or whatever mm-hmm. you call it. Right. We can, okay. cast in, we can tap into a number of areas to get your gas line. So you must need a certain kind of barbecue grill for that. Yes and no. Some of the, you know, your $99 grill probably isn't going to turn into a natural gas grill, but some of the higher end ones that you can do more cooking, you're going to do a lot of cooking on. Yes, they can come either you have propane to or natural. Change the orifices yes, on that, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You have to have the ability Smart to do guy that. Yeah, look at that. Smart Most guy do. alert. Yep. 
Yeah, for today. Yes, right, Charles? Yeah. Or, hey, hey. My, I so, my uh, can we put one point on the board, please? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I know every every project is different. Is there a ballpark on how much something like that costs? Gas lines start about three seventy five. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. That's not bad. Yeah, no, that's a four. No. Well, and that gets back to the strategic planning thing that we talked about. So when you know you have an improvement coming up, a deck, a patio, landscaping, and and you're thinking to yourself, we're going to be doing a lot of grilling, right? The time to get the line ran is before all that beautiful finish work is done, Mm -hmm. before all the awesome staining and refinishing is done, way before that stuff. So um, if you're working with the right contractor, they're going to ask you those questions. We're on the home stretch here. Uh, Mike, what would you say to to folks uh, coming up on on spring and thinking about their outdoor living and thinking about their house and keeping it looking tip-top yeah, yeah, no, you just, you know, like outdoor wood, we kind of, the, the joke in the industry is once you have wood, you have a hobby for life. Uh, so it's, it's you know, it's repetitive, right? <laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah, you know, and, and it's it's beautiful and it's wood. And I mean, nobody has plastic furniture in their house. And, you know, the whole, I mean, I know you guys do some of this, but we're just, the composite decking is, is leveled off at about 7 8% of the market, right? Yep. Um, and wood decks are so much less expensive mm-hmm. than composite. And composite, in my opinion, just brings on a different set of problems. Wood sure. has its problems. Composite has its. Oh opinion. yeah, it's all a matter of For opinion sure. and personal preference and and what you're looking to do with it. So we're yeah. not partial to any. Yeah, and and there's nothing more beautiful than um, a wood deck. And just maintain it. And once you have a company that you can trust, that it's just an automatic every couple years. Um, even the cost difference between composite and a wood will probably pay for itself to have it maintained for almost the life of your deck. Right. To have the difference in cost if you find the right maintenance company, which is roof to deck, by the way. Yeah, excellent. And and what's the best way for people to get involved? You know, I would just say easiest thing. I'm just going to say roof to deck. I think everybody in the world has access to the internet now. So roof to deck dot com. Roof to t o deck. D-E-C-K, RoofToDeck.com. The, the number two. 651. No, I'm sorry. The, 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 it's the, the no, it's not two. the number two. Welcome back, Twin Cities News Talk listeners. Hopefully you're out there enjoying your Saturday before the snow comes. I think they said anytime between noon and 3 and then uh, it's going to let up sometime around midnight tonight. So um, I think the metro is expecting anywhere between 6 and 10 inches of snow. If you're like me, you usually start shoveling right before the last one inch falls. <laughs> and then you kick yourself in the tail. I'm not like you. Oh, wait. Because you got to go back out there and do it all over again. So It's part of you just liking shoveling snow, I think, though. You know, it's exercise, whatever. There's yeah. some good things. It's good for you. Yeah, and then, you know, you have the kids come out and help you, and then they do it totally wrong, and you have to... Kick more snow on the driveway. Right. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. Dent in the garage doors. Sure, that dent. too. Yeah, yep. all kinds of, of great things that kids bring to the table. I love kids. Um, folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. The number to call in if you want to call and participate, 800-854-1978. 800-854-1978. We're talking heating and cooling with Robin Johnson from High Road heating and cooling. And also we have Mike Hilborn with Roof to Deck in studio. So Robin, coming into the spring, um, a lot of a lot of people are obviously calling you to take a look at their uh, air conditioners and Correct. service them, or, um, or maybe they just bought a new home and they know they have some old equipment. Um, talk about what spring means for, for your company and, and what people should be looking out for, and then also how they can get involved with High Road. Oh, sure. Well, right now is a good time to replace your furnace and air conditioner. We do it this time of year. 
We just have to come back when it gets really, really warm. Mm-hmm. Usually around April 15th, we get 70 degree temperatures for about a week. So mm-hmm. we call you up and say, let's start up your air conditioner. We can't really test them this time of year. It's too cold. The refrigerant doesn't move. But we can do previews, get you some um, pricing so you know what you can expect when you're going to replace it. Get you a budget so that you can do it. April and May is perfect time to replace your air conditioner. We have manufacturer's rebates. We usually have a special, so it's a great time to tax replace too. it. Yeah, it's so tax if you do season. get money back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well be, to before it. we give out uh, name, phone, contact information, and all that stuff, I guess I have a kind of an off-topic question. If you have a refrigerator in your garage, correct, and your garage is not heated, correct, and you know you keep a pop, maybe beer, whatever in the fridge, does it become a freezer? No, actually becomes a heater. <laughs> and I had personal experience with that this year. I finally got my garage heater in my garage. I moved a year ago, so okay. the guys put in a garage heater for me. But the refrigerator came before that. Okay. And next thing you know, the freezer, the ice cream soft, everything, mm. you know, the soup that I made was kind of soft. Put in the garage heater, everything's frozen solid. So it doesn't perform in cold weather. So it so kind of reduces its performance. Right. So your garage was staying just warm enough to uh, to then make the well. It was cold, so the freezer wouldn't work. But the garage was warm enough where the stuff inside the freezer was now starting to thaw out. Is that is that? Well, it, what it was is it wasn't able to keep temperature because it was so cold in the garage before the heater arrived. It just couldn't make the cold temperature because it's an insulated box. Okay. Everything in that wasn't getting the cooling it needed from the garage. No I, air is getting in that that refrigerator. How freezer. is it getting its heat? How is it getting? It to, just to it, thaw this. It just can't freeze. Okay, it's not getting the cooling. Doesn't perform. I, my mind is blown yeah. right now. Yeah, okay, but no, I think I have a grasp on it. Like those soda machines, those outside soda machines, right? Right. So it's twenty below zero. How is that soda not frozen? Right. They have special right? equipment in there so that it doesn't. So they have a, a, re- heater in a there? regular refrigerator doesn't have that. Okay, that's true. So, well, I mean, I kind of figured mm-hmm. there's something. You see, right. so you think it would just be exploded pops inside there? Yep. Right. Nope. They have special equipment in there. See, I wanted to know because last night the Polish powerhouse and I went and picked up a free freezer yes. off, off Craigslist. Whatever. Sure. I try to be, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> spiffy when I can, save some money when I can, whatever, and a little mini fridge. So I just wanted to know if it happens to be in a frozen garage. Um, Will Thursday, it. I've got an opening. We can put a garage heater in All for right. you. <laughs> you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's great. So if I, want, if, if I wanted that garage heater, what? Uh, where would I call? How would I get involved? 763-477-3331. That's High Road at 763-477-3331. Or info at highroadheating.com. And it's H-I-G-H Road. R-O-A-D, heating.com. Sweet. So if you want to get involved with High Road, that's where you go. And if for some reason you forget that, you can always go to the All Around website, allaround.com. Click on Trusted Affiliates, and uh, Robin's company will be there along with all of our trusted affiliates, lots of great companies that we have personal experience with working with, not only professionally, but on our uh, personal residences as well. Um, we, they, they aren't on that list if we haven't worked with them, so uh, trust us there. And anyhow, let's, uh, let's now turn the conversation over to our good friend Mike Hilborn with Roof to Deck. Mike, I don't even know where to start. You guys do, do so much. <laughs> I, I, you, you guys do. Honestly, I, I look at your company as like that, like, Home accessory and maintenance company. 
You know, is that I, wrong? Is that a wrong way to look at it? Yeah, I, the way I describe it is it's a calendar-driven company. Okay. Okay, so April through October, we're power washing and staining exterior wood, decks, fences, gazebos, porches, things like that, mm-hmm. and house washing. Yep. And then a little bit of October, November, a little bit of December, we design and install Christmas lighting. And then... We have to, the best part is we have to take the lights down. So that's January, February, March. Real quick, hold yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, what I love about that the most is you know how when you you go to get your Christmas lights and, and you pull them out and they're usually completely Ugh. tangled and they're just all over the place and some of the bulbs don't and work. You and throw them away and buy new ones. Right, and you're having to test certain bulbs. So you guys not only bring out your own with LEDs mm-hmm. and they look great and you design how it's going to look and everything. But you also take them down and take them with you. The homeowners don't have to keep them. Yeah, they don't touch them at all. And and the purpose of all of this, guys, and I mean, everybody in this room knows exactly what I'm talking about. Me. It's employee retention. Right. The whole business is designed for employee retention. Because when you have good employees, you can't lose them. Yep. So that's part of this whole thing is, okay, so we go from wood restoration to Christmas lighting. We do snow plowing in, in Roseville. Basically, it's zip code 55113. And we buy, we have these farm tractors. We've got four farm tractors. They're about $65,000, $70,000 a piece. Yeah, these suckers are massive. They're massive. You know, yeah. and we're charging $295 to plow your driveway all winter long. One charge, $295 anytime it snows an inch or more. So, I mean, wow. if you do any math at all, you can say, wow, he's not making any money on that. Now, when are you going to make it over to, like, our neck of the woods? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but it's, again, it's about employee retention. And then we do ice dam removal, which we've talked about, and we'll do that anywhere in the United States. Uh, three years ago, we were in Boston. We had over 50 people out in Boston. It was unbelievable. So you, I mean, that is phenomenal. A, a business owner that their model is to focus on keeping the employees around, keeping them happy, and then as a result, the business is, is successful. You must be a strong believer in trickle-down economics. You know, it. I'm a strong believer in we're here to do good. Um Businesses. I, yeah, I set you up for that one. I'm yeah, sorry. you did. We're you did. You political. Did. No, I'm just kidding. We don't but, have to. No, we're here. I mean, I think we all want to do something positive and, and have a positive impact on the world and stuff like that. And that's what we do at Roof to Deck too. I mean, we pay the guys really well. Twenty dollars an hour um, is what we're paying. And you know, thank you that this tax cut went through because right. everybody wins. You know, I mean, you can probably argue that, but I think I can argue my side too. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's a lot of really great things going on. Um, we've got an issue in this country with young men not not leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to, as a country and as employers, we need to motivate young men to get out of their house. Well, first of Couldn't all, agree more. Yeah. first of all, good for the women that are leaving the house. Okay. Credit. Kudos to them. Right? Absolutely. Okay. And so for the guys that are si- they sitting do, around, They do mature a lot faster, don't they? By the way, no, <laughs> well, they I, have to. I'm, just yeah. so, I'm so glad that you weren't, you weren't afraid to bring it up. But these, for the people that say that the, the tax cuts aren't doing anything for the employees, they're only doing for the for the corporations. That is so bogus. We, I mean, we're just one example, but we're we're doing so much because of those tax cuts, those those fleet vehicles we were talking about, bonuses, hiring more people, promoting. Um, that's what it's all about. When you take care of the business owners, most of them, and I guarantee, yep, there's a a lot of bad ones out there, but there's even more, many more good business owners that are going to take care of those employees. So I'm sorry, I had to, had to just throw that out there. You know, it's the reality of, of the world we live in, and it's a good thing. It works out just fine. Yeah, but um, yeah, we got to get these young men's out of their basements and because they're saying 25 percent of young men are not launching they're sitting in their basements they're playing video games and they're watching porn that is a serious hmm. war that's a serious problem for the u.s and for all of us i, mean, I never we got need... into the video games but the other stuff he mentioned <laughs> you were totally <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I love that i love that was awesome uh, you know you gotta love the honesty <laughs>
<laughs> uh, well, to well no, but I'm glad you brought that up too because and and Robin, you and us, we've we've dealt with this problem finding skilled labor, finding oh trans people. We're I mean, it is a struggle, and and so if people think that it only affects the businesses and the the, the companies, this is affecting you. This is affecting the consumer when you pick up the phone to call a contractor. I don't care what kind of contractor it is. Anything that has to do with skilled labor, you're paying more right now because yep. there isn't enough good limited resources. Well, you can't get work done. Well, and you need to plan ahead. Yes, you know right. you can't wait for the. You know you see an ice dam coming. You gotta get on the schedule. You know your air conditioner stops working. You don't want to wait for the day that it stops working. You want to you want to call us beforehand. So. Yep, absolutely. We're going to continue this conversation, having a lot of fun right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. And when we come back, we're going to get a real estate update from our good friend, Ryan O'Neill. We'll be right back right after this. Sean Hannity. Two. Okay. No, I mean, you can throw it in there. I guess I shouldn't say that because, yeah, if you put it in, it's fine. But T.O., RoofToDeck.com. RoofToDeck.com. Robin, final thoughts for the listeners. I just want to thank Dennis, Don, and Sarah for working so hard. We have a lot of fun, and I just want to thank them for everything they do. Awesome. Shout out to the High Road Heating and Cooling Team. Post yep. Powerhouse. Happy birthday to my wife. Oh, great. And I think, I think the little Ponsatonic Phil had a hangover. See you later. <laughs>